on the air. If I find your distant place, you can stand and turn to page number 10 in your hymn book. Page number 10. Page number 10, boys and girls. Everybody. All right, boys, rehearsal. What's the first thing we've got to remember? Bring to the meeting. Bible. Bible. All right. <clears throat> meeting in there.
sounding and meeting the Lord in the air. Amen. Page number uh, 92. Page number 92. Spiritual. From Brother Clement Derricks. Now when you get down to the course, you know what you're supposed to do. Sing. Uh, <laughs> got any deep voice men, boys? You sang that part. Okay? You can never learn to do it unless you do it. Alright? talk with him and he talks with you. Right. Won't be just a little talk. Right. Verse 3. <clears throat> I may have doubts
There's a delicate balance in the real Christian life that we can only reach by the help of the Lord. And that is living in this world, doing what pleases Him, but yet being ready at any moment to leave this world. Amen? Yeah. We can only do it by what the song says. Laying up our treasures. Yes. That's where our heart's going to be. Right. <clears throat> if your heart is here, you'll be weighted down. Yeah. When a trumpet sounds, it won't affect you. But if your heart is there, when a trumpet sounds, it happens. Gravity is the same. Get ready to leave the world.
get ready to load. Get ready to go. Amen. Let the Lord be ready. Whatever it takes, whatever it costs. Yeah. Got to be ready. Amen. You cannot measure, you know, decipher, try to figure out what's the cheapest way, how we can go get a bargain. No, 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 no. no. The price has already been set. It's 100% surrender. And that is the way. Amen. <clears throat> what did the Hebrew writer say? Wherefore, in the red chapter 11, all these people get through all these kind of things. Looking forward, never did get to where we are. Right. But they look forward in faith. Yes. And he said, Wherefore, seeing this whole cloud of witnesses, what are we to do? We're to lay aside every sin, every weight, and the sin that does so easily beset us and run with patience. You ever ran with patience? You can do it in the Christian life. Amen. <clears throat> Looking to Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him, he looked at that cross and he knew that's where I got to go. Right. And he did it with joy. Yes. We can live for God with joy and not saying, oh, another day. Right. Another no. <clears throat> no, no. We let our moderation be made known to all men. Right. And what did Paul say? Rejoice. And again, I say, rejoice. rejoice. Amen. We can rejoice in the mouth of the lion yeah. and Amen. be victorious over the Lord. That's right. Are we a warrior or a worrier? <laughs> which one? We choose which one we become. That's right. Moment by moment. You want to have a special prayer? Marvin says to continue to live with her father. Yes. Yes. Um, anyone else? But that? My brother's wife's pregnant. Um, she's about eight weeks. She's already had one, maybe two, I think at least one. I know it was one miscarriage before. Everyone could please remember her and the baby. Yes. All right. Y'all remember my uh, sister, her friend, Jan, is uh, really battling this COVID. Uh, she's not in the hospital, but she is at home and she is really getting weak. They're afraid they're going to have to put her in the hospital. Even with her daughter being a nurse and the doctor talking to her on the phone, she's sliding on. And, uh, Y'all remember my daughter and her family. They really need to fill the Lord. Yes. All right. Rick. Well, family and my dad were just coming. They had a doctor said there was an operation. They didn't, they didn't know what it was. That was wrong with as far as the stomach. One doctor said it was hernia. That doctor said nothing, but mm. we were afraid of 
fish. All right. Remember our shut-ins. We would. Uh, we got several. Jack and Donna Dance, uh, Dan and Rebecca Lord, have uh, Otis Williams, um, Sister Joyce, Diane Kicklider, and. Um, so let's remember them. And we still have some that I think are on the road, uh, Heather and Peggy. Let's remember them because they haven't made it back yet. I'm talking about the Tallest. Right. And let's remember them. And let's please remember our country. Um, yeah. Remember our country. Yes. Our president and our president-elect and all of the subordinates. Our state. Our governor, mm -hmm. our officials, we are required and commanded to pray for them. And, uh, and not give them death threats, not yeah. write stuff on their house. Yes, exactly right. Exactly right. The weapon of prayer. Let's find our place to pray. And that's what we'll Don't forget to pray about the revival. Remember our Bible coming up at the little bit of
there's a crown in this. How many of y'all remember Brother Randy Webb saying, don't let anyone steal your crown when he preached that message? Oh, what a message. But I do appreciate the Lord. Appreciate each one of you coming and being faithful. You know, um, we do not know what tomorrow holds. But I know who holds tomorrow. I know it's old saying, but it's a comforting saying to know that I don't have to know what to plan for tomorrow, how to plan. Now, if you're in the pest control business, you do. You have to know. But, uh, but even then, you don't know exactly what's going on. And so I appreciate the Lord that we can look to Him and He can direct our paths day by day. And so uh, we're going to... Brother Caleb, if you'll come and receive the uh, Sunday night um, tithe and offering... We've uh, been trying a few different things here with some of our young, uh, young people. Yeah, and uh, anyway, we were glad we started that this evening. And also, don't forget, if you have not received your, your reading schedule for this week, just where? Right down here. You haven't read the Bible through in one year? You'll keep with the schedule, you can do it. And not only that, Sister Sheila, I guess she comes, I don't know, anyway, we won't go there, but uh, she's kind of put a little incentive in there to see whose class can do the most, you know, percentage wise. I hope it's a percentage wise because it wouldn't be fair. Some people got more people than others. Yeah. Okay, all right. But anyway, so um, if you would like to try to read through the whole Bible this year and have people to help and encourage you, this is the year to start. All right, Brother Caleb, pray. Lord, for this day and for bringing us together and helping us see you and bring us tonight. Touch this offering. Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. Thank the Lord.
And uh, I'm thankful for uh, how blessed my family is. We had a long, or not really a long ride, but the ride to Florida. And back, I was just thinking about all the blessings just in 2020. Yeah. How great of a year 2020 has been for us. Yes. I mean, prayer requests are prayer requests answered, answered, answered over and over and over. Yeah. And I was thinking about how you can have joy in your salvation even yeah. in yeah. the pandemic. That's right. No matter how bad it gets, you don't have to be moping and walking around and sad all the time. You can, you can have joy in your salvation no matter how bad it gets. I'm so thankful. That, um, that, we, that we can be blessed during the pandemic. And man, I'm just sitting there thinking of everything that I've done for me and Bridget on the way back to Florida. It was just blowing my mind. It was amazing. And I, I, I'm uh, thankful that as soon as we got back, this morning service was great. We feel the Spirit of the Lord already. We feel the Spirit of the Lord in here today. It's just been really, it's been really great. So let's worship together uh, to start off this new year. And let's really worship. Let's really get in. Amen. And I'll show the Lord how much we love Him for all the blessings that He's given us. Help Jesus. Help God.
Thank you, Lord. I hope that you've got freedom in your heart to worship the Lord. You know, it's, um, <laughs> it's one of those circular things. To be able to really worship the Lord, you got to have the Lord in you. You know? And so, uh, but to get the Lord in you, you got to worship. So, uh, it's a constant yielding of ourselves. Constant giving of ourselves unto the Lord because He gave Himself for us. Amen. Thank the Lord. If you have your Bibles, I'm going to take my text message, text scripture from Ephesians chapter 4. Ephesians chapter 4. And if you would stand with me as we read our text here this evening for the Lord. And we'll start in verse, I originally was going to do verse 30, but let's, let's jump back up to verse 29. When you have it, say amen. amen. Let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, but that which is good to the use of edifying, that it may minister grace unto the hearers. And grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, whereby ye are sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And be ye kind one to another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God for, your, for Christ's sake hath forgiven you. Let's bow our heads. Dear Lord Jesus, we thank You. Oh Lord, I thank You for the plan of salvation. I thank You for that precious blood that You shed upon Calvary. And I thank You, Lord, for Your ways because Your ways are perfect. And I thank You, Lord, that we can be changed and transformed and that we can be living in Your likeness and be Your children. I pray, Lord, here this evening, would You anoint these feeble lips of clay? Would You come by and touch our hearts and help us and encourage us, Lord, to continue on in what we're doing, to live for You, willing to forgive others as You have forgiven us. Come by. Meet the needs here tonight, we pray. In Your blessed and holy and righteous name, the name of Jesus, and everyone said, Amen. Amen. I want to say first and foremost, the Lord brought me back to this, uh, this message that we're going to try to preach here tonight several times, but I want to say something to the church that the Lord has really helped us in the last 12 months. Not all at one time, but in the last 12 months on this very subject that I'm preaching about. And so, uh, if the shoe doesn't fit tonight, then throw it over your shoulder. Try not to hit somebody with it, but I mean throw it over your shoulder. But I want you to understand that there is, there's more going on around us that you're, you have already experienced. And so now we need, part of the gospel is to share 
this lesson about bitterness and forgiveness. See, in these Scriptures here, first and foremost, it said in verse 29, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. How many times have I preached from this pulpit, watch what you say. Watch how you say it. Be careful. Now, tomorrow, Teresa, I'll just tell you ahead of time, I'm sorry. Because it seems like every time I preach a message on the tongue, I get tested and tried. Okay? But we do. We have to watch what we say. Amen. And we have to watch how we say it. Amen. And, uh, you know, I, I enjoy uh, fellowship. I, and I, I, this has really been one of the more, more memorable Christmases over the last several years that we've had. At least Teresa and I have had. And uh, it's been a great Christmas, but I've been with my church family. And we've enjoyed it very, very much. And so here he says, don't let that corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. <clears throat> I've done the very best I can, and I think the Lord's helping me. But I've tried to quit sarcasm. <laughs> Now, I'm still working on it, folks. I don't okay. Being sarcastic. Okay? Being sharp-tongued. Okay? Because really and truly what ends up happening is whenever you are sharp-tongued towards someone or someone is to you, if you're not careful, you'll feel that edge. And it might hurt you. Now, you're laughing, but... On the inside, you might be crying. Okay? And so there is this real issue that we have going on to be able to be tender-hearted toward the Lord. When you are tender-hearted toward God and you open yourself up for the Lord to touch you and be able to move you, you've got to open that heart up and be vulnerable. Got to. But you've got to recognize too that there are all kinds of things of bitterness that people point at, okay? People push at. Where would our country be if it had not forgotten the gospel messages like this about against bitterness and for forgiveness? Right. Hello. And so uh, I, I want to make sure y'all hear me out there. So let me turn this up a little bit more. Is that a little better? A little better. Okay. Bitterness. We are swimming in bitterness in America. Bitterness. And it is killing people. It is destroying them. It is separating families. And God is so much against it. But listen again to what uh, Paul wrote here. He said, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God, for some of you may not realize that. That's the Holy Ghost. Don't grieve the Holy Ghost whereby you're sealed unto the day of redemption. Let all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. Put it away from you. Stop it. Quit doing it. Huh? Quit. Don't come tell me that somebody's a socialist or a communist 
or fascists, don't come tell me that. Because that's evil speaking. The whole purpose of people saying things like that is to hurt that other person's reputation. Say amen if you know what. Come on. It's to hurt that. How would you like for somebody to tag you with something that you're not guilty of one bit? And so here in America, we're awash with bitterness. We're awash with uh, wrath and anger and clamor and evil speaking and speaking bad. Or be, put it away from you. Put it away from you. Get like, the Lord's helped me, but get like, I, I, I don't want to be around it. When I start hearing it, here I go. I'm, I'm, so I'm start backing up and I'm heading out. Come on. Run from it. Amen. Scripture that I did not put in here because I preached from it so many times. But anyway, here we go again. Uh, over in James. Where, and you should be well aware of this. It said, um, for where envying and strife is, what is envy? That's talking about heat. You ever get hot? It ever flash on you? So where envy and strife, uh, that ambi- strife is talking about that ambition of, of promoting your way over everybody else's way. Notice what he says here. For where envy and strife is, there is confusion in every evil work. I don't want to be part of an evil work. I don't want to be part of any of that. I want to be far away from it. But bitterness many times is a much more personal thing. Bitterness. Bitter. According to Webster's 1828, it's a sharp or biting to the taste. It's a cruel Something uh, that's been cruel or severe. It's uh, something that's sharp to the feeling. Painful. Piercing. Uh, that makes, uh, makes a person smart. Not, not smart intellectually, but makes them out. You know? Um, be painful to the mind. To be afflicted. To be hurtful. To be mournful. And so... Uh, that word bitter brings us to bitterness. And um, there there's so many things that go on that can work toward bitterness. And we need to recognize we're all subject to it. Yeah. Um, you know, Paul said that we should die daily. You know how you can tell if you're not dead? Is if you hurt. Huh? I've said it many times a dead person, you can go over there and kick them. They won't say nothing. You can tell them, your mama's ugly and wears army boots. I know that's the fashion now, but when I was growing up, it wasn't. Okay? Uh, you know? And you know what they'll say? Nothing. You can say, you're dumb. You're ugly. Huh? They'll say nothing to you. We're to be dead. We're to be dead to this world. We're to be dead from the attacks of this world. And whenever we take that into our heart, 
Now, I'm talking about something that Brother Jeff has to work on. Okay? And I know you have to. Because we have many hurtful things. When you get older, Brother Todd, Sister Bridget, it's wonderful. You all got children on your feet right now, but later on, they don't walk on your feet, they walk on your hearts. Okay? And uh, one thing or another, well, why didn't they do this? If you're not careful, you'll build up this bitterness. And that bitterness, it, after a while, it'll, it'll rise up. Have you ever felt something just rise up in you? I remember many, many years ago, I was talking, Teresa and I were talking and, uh, to someone else, and they brought up a person's name that in my mind, they had done me wrong. Huh? And you know what they were doing, saying about that person? All kind of good things. Oh, this guy here, he just... And I'm thinking... And I'm wishing they would just stop. It was rising up in me, and finally I just blew up. I said, you just don't know what goes on behind closed doors. You don't know how that person really treats us. I should have never said such. You know why? It was bitterness on my part. Huh? Bitterness. And that root of that bitterness is really unforgiveness. Have you been done wrong? Who in here has been done wrong? Huh? But mine's worse than yours. Huh? People have done me worse than they've done you. Let me tell you something. The devil wants to make you think that whoever's done you wrong, you're the worst. Nobody's ever gone through what you've gone through. The Scripture says that really and truly all of us experience the same. It may not be exactly the same situation, but we've all gone through it. And so we have to recognize that we need help with this. That's one of the great things about uh, salvation and uh, great things about what God has done for us because of the great saying and thing that He did on the cross when He was sitting on the cross and He looked down at His creation. The first call. Huh? The Jews. Amen. You know what the Jews mean? Of Judah. Okay? They're of the tribe of Judah. That's who they're from. Amen. They're supposed to be the first call. They were the ones that were to be God's people. Amen. And He came to talk to them and they rejected Him in front of Pilate. They turned around and said, We have no God but Caesar. And so, on that cross, He looked down on them as they spit on Him. And they mocked Him. Come on. Made fun of Him. Oh, you're a healer. Heal yourself. You're so great. Bring yourself down. Oh, what they didn't know is He could have done any of that at just a moment's time. Amen. But He was willing to go the entire Away to go all the way to do something that had never been done before. And that was for part of God to die. That's one of the qualities of God. That God cannot die. But Jesus is God. And He died on the cross. Hallelujah. 
But while he was there, he looked down on them and he said, Father, aren't you glad there's a Father? <laughs> aren't you glad there's a Holy Ghost? Come on. Amen. That's what I said. Part of God. Not all of God. You, there's no way you can kill God. But he died on that cross. He died dead as a doornail. He shed that blood. Because of this saying, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. I don't know if you've ever looked at it, but they knew exactly what they were doing. They knew that He was the Messiah. They knew that He had come from God. They were listening to Satan. They knew exactly. But Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. In other words, they don't really know. And through that forgiveness of them brought forgiveness for us. For us to get victory over bitterness, we've got to be willing to forgive others. Well, I did, Brother Jeff, but then they did it again. Forgive them again. <laughs> well, they've done it again. Forgive them again. It's over and over and over. And according to what some situation, it may be, it may be several times every day. Forgive them. And you've got to do more than just forgive. Okay? You have to be willing to be dead. Dead. For this thing to work, you've got to be willing to be dead to this world. Dead to Satan's abuse of you. Dead to the, his attacks of you. To be dead to the uh, allurements and the temptations that he sends to you. You're to be dead. And then when you're dead, you'll find forgiving others is very easy. Huh? Forgive them. Forgive them. Now, I'm not backing up on what I'm saying here, but if you got, you got a thief and, and they've been stealing from you, you can forgive them and love them, but that don't mean you have to give them the key to the house again. Okay? But you still got to forgive them. Yeah. You got to love them. You got to love the one that's talked bad about you. You got to forgive the one that seemed like they're always attacking you. Got to forgive them. Am I preaching where y'all need? Or y'all don't need any of this? Huh? And so, here, one of the scriptures that I. I, I I brought out was uh, I know it's kind of a strange thing but in 2 Samuel 2 and 26 then Abner said to Joab and said shall the sword devour forever knowest thou not that it will be bitterness in the latter end how shall it be then ere thou bid the people return from following their brethren. Put this in perspective. The Jews were in civil war. The, some were on Joab's side. Some was on Abner's side. David and the mighty men, they were fighting one another 
Jew against Jew, brother against brother, all of them with the same type heritage, but all with different goals and trying to, to promote other things instead. And so here Abner said, Shall the sword devour forever? What's the end of the things going to be? How are we going to bring forgiveness and peace? Huh? Yeah. How are we going to bring unity and love one to another? Can you imagine living in apartheid South Africa? So many of you don't even re remember some of that. But apartheid South Africa. You know why they called it apartheid? Because they had a race of people separated into one section corralled up. And if they came out of that section, they could lose their life just for being in the wrong place of town at the wrong time without a work permit. Come on. It wasn't right. It wasn't fair. Amen. People had colonized South Africa from, from Europe. Those white people, they weren't supposed to be there. They wasn't their normal land. Come on. But did you know, it took a little roughness. It was a little hard. But, uh, and you've heard the name Nelson Mandela. Huh? You ever read it about his life? He was a godly man. He believed in prayer. He believed in forgiveness. You know? And between him and others, by and large, that country is whole again. Why? They stop fighting one another. They quit. We've got to stop bitterness. We've got to stop evil speaking, evil communication. Maybe you're, you're thinking of people that have hurt you over and over again. We got to forgive them. We got to love them. When you've forgiven them and you've done all that's within your earthly ability, and they're still mean, honoring, just love them. Just love them. Come on. You'll find that either the Lord will change them or the Lord will take them. Let's forgive. Let's forgive one another. Let's follow peace with all of So come, let's gather around this altar. Let's pray. Let's make sure there's no root of bitterness within us. Come on.